Well, Robbie, it's been um, it's been quite a day. Really? Just in the last oh, I don't know, twenty five minutes. It's I'd been say quite the last a day. Five minutes. It's well, been pretty bad. It's not been good. No, it has not been good. It has not been good at all. Uh, we're trying the Facebook Live thing. We appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, here is what's going down with Facebook Live. If you listened to episode forty six, you heard about the Great Gusher experiment, right? Where we had the cell phone and Facebook Live propped up on some 32-ounce growlers and then a beer stein from the Reading Fight and Fills. And then with the beer stein, there was a coaster from Trogues that looks a lot like this coaster right here. This guy right here was involved in the process of securing the phone along with, and this is one of my proudest moments in the history of my broadcasting career. (laughs) The Gushers. 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 So uh, we were trying to upgrade... And we spent some money, and on Amazon.com, it's a little website. Perhaps you've heard of it. Really? They knew? Yes. It's located in the Amazon. Oh, okay. Yes. It's just a barge. Oh, so they don't floats, really know what they're doing. They float slowly down the river. Oh, okay. Wow. So I ordered some uh, stuff off of Amazon, and one of the main things I ordered was a cell phone tripod. So we could have it sitting over there, and I rearranged the entire studio, and the tripod was getting uh, delivered today at 8 p.m. It would be here by 8. Oh, Perfect. And just in time. Just in time. Just in time. So I had to go golfing with some listeners today, probably played the worst round of golf in my life, one of the most embarrassing experiences. Did they make you nervous? They don't make me nervous. No? I, would, I don't know what it was. It just felt like, you know the old line from Tin Cup, my swing feels like an unfolded lawn chair? Yeah. That's what everything that felt today. like today. Everything felt like that. So I go do that, and then I uh, had to meet my wife and my daughter at the uh, eye exam joint, which we'll get into here in just a little bit. Uh, and then my wife tells me, the Amazon tripod arrived. So we told my daughter that if she's good at the eye exam place, that we would take her for frozen yogurt. Okay. So it's buy one, get one. So my wife's like, you have to get frozen yogurt. It's buy one, get one. I'm not getting one. So I get frozen yogurt. Mm -hmm. And then we come home. I open the tripod while we're eating the frozen yogurt. And as I'm opening it, I'm looking at the instructions. I'm like, something doesn't make sense. Somehow this screw has got to be there, and this is supposed to connect to here. And then I look at it, and I realize the reason it doesn't make sense is because the attachment, the little arm guy that hooks the phone to the tripod, snapped off in shipping, however it happened, whether it was being jammed into a box, whether it would be uh, thrown around a FedEx truck. I don't know what happened, but we got a broken tripod in the mail. So I ran around to Kingdom Come trying to find something that worked, and I am cheap. And we went to Best Buy, and at Best Buy, to buy something that was along the same lines of what we had would have cost like 80 bucks. This is what I would have done. I would have bought it and then returned the one from Amazon and then returned the one from Best Buy when the new one came. That's what Julie told me to do. See, because, I mean, that is truly a cheap move. And that's what I would have done because as my wife and most of my friends know, I'm probably the, one of the cheapest men alive, maybe next to you. Pretty cheap and, uh, and shady. Yeah, Julie told me to do that. Julie mm-hmm. said, go ahead, buy it, and we'll return it after tonight. And well, you, you're opposed? I'm opposed to it. So I swung by five below, your giant great idea from last week, and the only <laughs> thing they had that even resembled some sort of tripod was the this arm thingy that attaches to like a clip. You remember those old lamps you used to buy? When you were a kid and you would clamp it onto like your nightstand? Yep. yep yes. Yep. I got one of those things and clamped it to the side of a uh, old TV stand. And that is what is holding up my phone right at this moment. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how that's not falling. It seems to remain standing, which is kind not of normal. an amazing thing. It's still up there. Although uh, uh, most of you will be happy to know that there is, in fact... A couple of uh, coasters used in the securing. <laughs> no gushers, though. No gushers. No gushers tonight. No, no gushers have been harmed in the filming of uh, this uh, Facebook Live show here on the 222 podcast. So that's what we're doing. We're up and running. Things not going as smoothly as we had hoped here for our first official live show here up on uh, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. But we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We've got some good stuff planned. We have our drinks and our snacks. And I posted my snack up on the uh, show's Facebook page, on my Facebook page, on the show's Twitter, on my Twitter. And I saw this, and I felt like we just had to try it. I have the Butterfinger smoking Hot Peanut Butter Cups. 
So we're going to give those a try. Unfortunately, I'm disappointed because on the packaging, there is a what appears to be some sort of hot pepper spearing through a peanut butter cup. And since these are very flat, I'm guessing... That's false advertising. False advertising. I don't like that. First thing I thought as well. We have our drinks and our snacks. Uh, I'm not feeling well, and I just saw Robbie's drink, and I believe he brought that simply to torture me tonight. Yeah, it's going to kill you. It's going to kill me. I mean, it, it, I'm going to be doing this show probably about the 45-minute mark by myself. Because I'm going to be running upstairs yeah, in uh, gonna... extreme intestinal despair. So uh, my boss just joined, so let's... Uh... That's a little nerve wracking. Is that a little nerve wracking? <laughs> Hi, Jill. How are you doing this evening? Thanks for spending Friday with uh, with us. <laughs> well, we're officially going to get things going. This is the 222 podcast, Robbie. Hard to believe, but it's episode 47 of the program. How about that? 47 episodes, and things get started right about now. And there's our first technical glitch of the evening. Welcome back, episode episode 47. See, you can't do one thing when you're doing the other. That's what you can't do. So it's episode 47 of the 222 podcast. I'm Mike. He's Robbie. And this is uh, the uh, program that we bring to you each and every Monday. And now, every time we record it live up on Facebook. It's not like we've been doing this for 47 episodes. Well, this is the first time we've done this. Yeah. So, all right. All right. We're trying to monitor things. We're trying to make sure things are working. I'm trying to make sure the video is not crashing. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You better on. crack that open. crack that open. But we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Thank you all for joining us. If you have any questions, any comments, feel free to jump in to the uh, Facebook chat and uh, fire away. We'll do our best to address those as we go. Lots of stuff I want to get into today. I know you sent me a couple of stories that we definitely need to dive into, including one... We just can't go an episode without talking about Deadpool. No. I, we're obsessed. We're obsessed. I think we've crossed that line of obsession. Yeah, we, we really have. There's going to be some sort of uh, restraining order uh, put in our direction if we don't watch ourselves. But uh, we'll get into that. And uh, Robbie's all fired up over a future possible presidential candidate. I think I should be in, in the cabinet, too. What position do you think you would hold in the mm. cabinet? Before we, before we really dive in, what position do you think you'd hold in the cabinet? Hmm. Some kind of defense. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> the minister of defense. Yes, there we go. Robbie Lessig. Uh, do you have a good week so far, though, Robbie? I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad it's Friday it's as well. It's been a busy week. But it has I'm, been a very I'm busy week. I'm glad it's Friday. It, it's, um, you know, with having uh, the baby on the way, uh, things are just getting to the wire with four months to go. You know, getting the room ready. It's, it's, all, it's only four months? I feel like it should be, I feel it should be like a lot less. I feel like you guys have been pregnant for at least 18 months. Hmm. Maybe Leah feels that way. <laughs> I'm sure Leah feels <laughs> that I way. I don't feel that way. I'm, well, maybe, I don't know. I it's you know, and it's just like you know, she's on me to get the room ready because yep. you know. And then, how but, much of the room is prepared for the baby? Uh, we got almost the whole room painted today. Okay, what color? Uh, gray and red. Gray and red. As you can see on my hands. Oh, that's true. You do look you know, spackled. Yeah, I'm all. I was scrubbing on the way over here, trying to get most of it off, but I couldn't. But so over the last handful of days, and I have to. Uh, I, I've never done any of this. We put a crib together because in all the joints that we've lived in, we've rented. Oh, okay. So there's been no painting. Everything's yeah. just how it is, and yeah. we move in, and then there is where we live. I mean, we don't really change anything. So how much work over the last? Oh, I don't know. Let's just say seventy-two hours. Have you done inside that room? It's a lot. There was a lot of stuff in the room. Now there's a lot. Of, there's nothing in the room, and now we've taped and painted and spackled. And you know, in two days, you know, after work, you know, it's pretty impressive what we accomplished. Pretty impressive. You like it? I like it. You like it? Is no. there going to be any fat heads or any uh, WWE uh, wrestlers no, up there? It's all superheroes. All superheroes. No, I no wrestling. Right. And we're doing a little video journaling, you know, which I, you know, is kind of lame but you know first time parents you know it's, no, kinda, it's cool you know it's cool talking to the kid you it's know, cool you know i think it's neat i want to start off with this because i have something i feel like uh needs to be addressed with you oh okay uh your lovely wife leah put a post on facebook earlier in the week 
where she mentioned that she was in a liquor store. Yes. And I guess if you're a pregnant woman in a liquor store, you're going to get the occasional odd look, right? Yes. So you get the occasional odd look, and she kept going, look, I'm not here for me. I'm here for my husband yes. because he sent me out to get champagne. It's the middle of May. How you doing? <laughs> it's it's not a special occasion. Your birthday is passed. You're still four months away from having your offspring. How much champagne are you drinking on a regular basis? Because I thought it was weird when we went to Fogo de Chao, yeah. and you were the only person drinking champagne. I thought that was odd. And then at uh, another event at your house, you were the only person drinking champagne. And now you're once again drinking champagne. Have you finished off that bottle that your wife was nice enough to run out and get for you? No. Tomorrow we're having a Mother's Day brunch at our house. Okay. Having, you know, all the lovely ladies, you know, that are mother figures. And we're going to do um, mimosas. Okay. But I still feel like you drink champagne on a regular basis. I love champagne. I really do. I'm fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really like champagne. And by the way, uh, at Fogo de Chao, it was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. However, I didn't realize that it was $9 a glass for champagne. It was $9 a glass? You had like four glasses of I champagne. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I, why well, I assumed it would be like two bucks at that place. I don't know. But it was $9 a glass. $9 a glass. I wasn't happy when I saw the bill. No. Well, that's, maybe that's why you kept getting redder and redder and redder because inside you knew that eventually you were going to be charged out the wahoo for this uh, champagne. See, my boss does know me. Jill yeah. knows me. The boss likes his, or the boy likes his bubbles. But he apparently does. <laughs> he apparently does. I just feel like of anyone I have ever met, you are the most into champagne of Everyone. Because I feel like champagne, I can run the distance at parties and things with champagne. Because I feel beer, I get like a little bloated. You know, with liquor, I get too drunk. I feel champagne is that nice middle, you know, it's 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 a little lighter. It's what a little you, bubbly. But at a party, what are you drinking champagne out of? Are you drinking champagne out of a flute? Or are you pouring champagne no, into a solo cup? Solo cup. I'm not doing dishes. That is the most <laughs> rednecky thing I have ever heard of in my life. You're taking champagne or, or maybe and pouring it into a solo cup. Clear, those little clear plastic cups. Oh, the, the fancy know, the plastic cups. plastic cups. I got you. So that's, what, that's, have, how, that's have, how you roll. We have plastic champagne flutes for tomorrow. So whoever comes to my house, we're going big. You're selling enough. You know. You're celebrating Mother's Day in yes, style in tomorrow. Style, in fancy. style, fancy. All right. Well, you keep uh, drinking that champagne. You don't like champagne? And you keep no, no, not no, at all. No, not even like this dry sweet. No, dry just, sweet. I'm you don't not like into wine it. though either. I will drink wine. I would rather drink wine. Rod just says you're classy. That's oh. that's what we don't recognize is your classiness. I like that better than fancy. When you drink the champagne, yes, and you hold it in your solo cup, yes. You do you do you no. put the pinky up? No, no. That's no. That's no, yeah. no. You little. Mm-mm. Do you slurp it? You have to slurp it. <laughs> I just don't understand you. I don't either. This We have so much in common, and this is where we really just separate. Yeah. The drinking of champagne in May. It's just good stuff. <laughs> okay. That's good. Hey, I always say. And plus, my family's coming over, so I I mean, at least if I'm drinking champagne and I get a little buzzed, they don't or they won't look at me weird because I'm drinking champagne. It's not like, oh, he had another beer. Lynn says she has the volume up all the way, and she can't hear. I'm... I, I, I turn it up a little bit for you. Hopefully that'll help. Uh, uh, hopefully ever, other people can hear. If not, uh, we're just sitting here uh, doing a, a silent movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Hopefully one day the talkies will come to this theater, <laughs> Robbie, and we'll get really hope into so. it. Yeah, we'll hope so. Hey, uh, I went to the eye doctor tonight. When was the last time you were at uh, the eye doctor? Uh, hmm, a few months ago. Probably the, la- the end of last year, so December-ish. I feel like every other... Um, I feel like every other medical industry has advanced a lot more than the eye doctor. It is a little barbaric. Like, I just don't feel... I feel like we're doing the same stuff at the eye doctor in 2017 that we did at the eye doctor in 1975. But by... by barbaric i mean don't you think that when they hold your eyes open and they put those drops in and they that's torture you mean when they dilate your eyeballs yeah but then they're blowing that air in there see i've never had the dilating of the eyeballs i've had the air thing like tonight i had to put my chin on that little football chin strap then put my head against that padding and god knows how many people have pressed their sweaty foreheads up against that padding before you got there well they do that 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the nurse t- does that before you come in. They, t- <laughs> they take that new uh, moist towelette. Yes. Yeah, they're using yeah. the same moist towelette all day. There's no way well, by the time cutting. by the time I roll in there at 6 o'clock at night that that toilet is even uh, close to being moist any longer. <laughs> just ding, 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 ding. a little spit shine, you know? I just feel like it's the exact same uh, technology as 40 years ago, especially with that eye blow thing. There's no way... That that eye blow thing is doing anything. Like I, you put your thing there, and then I don't even think it's a machine. I think the doctor <laughs> technician on the other side. I think if you really, if you went around to the other side, I think you'd eyeball it, and it looks like a breathalyzer. There's just a tiny little straw about the size of this thing, and she goes, "Now look in there, look at the light," and then she goes, <laughs> and you go, "Ah." And you don't notice her spitting in your eye, No. Too. Well, they have a filter in oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're human. Yeah. They're, they're not human. animals. Yeah. So there's a filter in there, and they go, <laughs> and every time you do it, the first one works out because you're never quite sure when the first one is going to be blowing through that hole, right? You're never quite sure when it's going to hit. Yeah, they don't warn you. No, but that second one, your chin in there, and you got your eyeballs up against it, and you are trembling you're yeah. trembling because you know you're about to get another spitball right into the cornea and it's and you're going to be blinking for the rest of the evening and your eye from that from the first one is recovering yeah and you can barely keep it open and the, and the doctor grabs your eye and you know forces it open i don't like that i don't like t- people touching my eyes That's... like an episode of seven every time where it's a scene oh, in seven yeah, the movie yeah, seven where yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> And I jump back every time like but, a little schoolgirl. But I don't understand, too, the, the thing that they do to measure, you know, like one or two, one or two, yeah. one or two, three or four. Like, Here's what I think should happen. It come around. It's 2017, yeah. right? I think we should show up. I think we should look into a machine, like, like, a ma- like something that they have at a fair, at a county fair somewhere. You look in there, and they just go, okay, now blink. And you blink, and they go blink again, and they go, all right, you have twenty thirty vision. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it should take all of about 15 seconds to get an eye yeah, exam. Why does it take so long, and why is it torture? I don't know. I don't get it. I just feel like I, everything else, you know, you get put in these. If you go and you want to get your back checked out, or you want to get, like, your insides looked at, you go into this big machine, and it's always going, burp, burp, burp. And you can't move, and you have to lay in there for 15 minutes. Meanwhile, an eye exam, we're still doing that. Now, read me the bottom line. And everybody guesses. (laughs) Everybody guesses, and the doctor never goes, I'm sorry. Absolutely incorrect. And I memorize it. (laughs) Yeah, I know know that defeats the purpose, but I, I... I do the same thing because I can remember what it was from three seconds ago when you asked my left or right eye. I don't like to fail a test. You know what I mean? I don't want to fail that test. I feel like he's going to scold me or blowing my eye again. There's no other medical uh, area where the whole diagnosis and the whole, uh, you know, just subscribing to you, to you, prescribing to you what you need is all based on you being honest. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Like, before you walk in, you should just be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to ask you questions. It's very important <laughs> that, you tell, that you tell me the truth. Like, every eye exam should come with a polygraph. It should. You should be hooked up to that thing, and they should, like, electrocute you if you say no. Or it should be like my daughter. Now you have to pinky swear. <laughs> you imagine a doctor going, now, I want to ask you some questions. P- at pinky, pinky swear. swear. <laughs> and everybody lies on those forms. Height, weight, how many. My favorite is, how many drinks do you drink a week? Yes. <laughs> Nobody wants to admit they're an alcoholic. Two, and I'm a social drinker. You know what I mean? It's embarrassing to put 16 beers on there. I'm a social drinker in my living room at night (laughs) by myself with the lights turned off when no one else is home. Thank God there's not like, how much wrestling do you watch in a week? Because that could be embarrassing. (laughs) I would love to get you, like, just change a couple of those, put you on a polygraph. It's not a lie. Remember, George Costanza yes. taught us it's not a lie. If you believe it. If you believe it. Yep. All right. Hey, we got some people joining us. Tara Plyler, social drinker. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's a social, social drinker. drinker. Social, social drinker. So that's yep. what I went to. I went to the eye exam. And then after that, uh, we had a TV. We got two TVs about probably a year and about five or six months ago. Julie found them online. It's some insignia brand. It's like the best buy 
generic brand, mm-hmm. and they were like 150 bucks a piece. Oh, you know they're good then. 42-inch <laughs> HD LCD TVs. So she ordered them. We put one downstairs here in the basement studios, and we put one upstairs, and the one upstairs just quit. Hmm. And the funny thing is I was watching Brockmire. Have you checked out Brockmire yet on I IFC? Not, no. Very funny show. If you guys haven't seen Brockmire yet, I highly recommend you checking it out. So we're watching Brockmire, and it turned off at what I really thought was just the end of the scene. <laughs> it's just so black. I thought the scene went to black. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, <sighs> no commercials. They're really, they're really milking this dramatic pause. <laughs> and I sat there for like five, six, seven seconds before I realized, oh, the flipping TV turned off. Oh, no. So then I get the remote, and I'm pushing all kinds of buttons, and it won't come on, and finally I figure out something's busted. I try unplugging it. I try rebooting it. And nothing will work. So we take it back to Best Buy tonight, finally have a chance to run it over there. And again, the TV cost like 150 bucks. That's it. And it would have cost TV? This, this one we got a year oh, and a half okay. ago. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the factory warranty is a year. So we're of like course. six months outside of the factory warranty. So the only thing we can do is we can send it off to some mythical, magical place for $35 where they will then take a look at it and try to figure out what's wrong with it and then let us know how much it'll cost to fix it. So, so we're already in the hole 35. And by the time they fix it, it'll be cheaper just to buy a new TV. So the only way we can win is if it's cheaper than $115 to fix the TV. And there's no way it's no. going to be cheaper than $115. No. So we have to just like trash the TV. And it's just one thing after another, and I'm asking people if they have, uh, you know, a tripod at Best Buy. I'm looking for wires. Best Buy has nothing. Best Buy, remember back in the day, like 10 years ago, Best Buy had everything. Yeah, they did. Anything you wanted. Refrigerators, cables, power cords, TVs, radios, movies, CDs. Now, you walk around there, I think they have seven things, and they just spread them out around the store, and there's always one guy stocking the same shelf every time I'm in there. And they're not as helpful, I feel, anymore, because before they used to be, oh, can we help you with something? Can we help you with something? And now I just don't find people. And it's weird. They have their own little sections now. Like they have the they have the iPhone store in there, the Apple store in there, they have the Samsung store, but it seems like they don't have anything else. It's all cell phones and movies <laughs> and and TVs that I can never afford. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the TV's broken. We took it over there. It's uh, probably not going to. Uh, it's not going to be fixed. Now we got to start shopping for something else. But it's very frustrating when things just completely break and you've done nothing but use them the way they were designed to be used. And isn't that funny, too, when you they ask you at that warranty, would you like to spend nineteen ninety five on an additional warranty? Yeah. And you're like, nah, I'm never going to need it. This TV's going to last forever. And then you're like, oh. That's the first thing they ask you when you walk in, when you walk in with a TV under your arm. Yeah. Did you get the the uh, additional warranty? Yeah. <laughs> of course I know I did. Yeah, well, I should have spent that nineteen ninety five. 1995. I should have spent it. Uh, uh, hey, we wanted to talk about this. Uh, we were obsessed with uh, Deadpool, spent a lot of time uh, watching Deadpool, talking about Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. So we just want to sneak this in here before we get to our drinks and our snacks. But FXX is uh, planning on airing an animated series based around Marvel's Deadpool, and it's going to be created by Donald Glover. You remember Donald Glover? He was in Community, and he uh, created and wrote, I believe, and stars in the TV show Atlanta, which was on, I think, FX. And I haven't seen an episode of Atlanta, but it got a lot of critical praise. Yeah, I heard it was good. So they're going to bring this animated adult series uh, to FXX. It's going to be kind of like Archer. It's definitely not for kids, even though it is animated. Definitely for uh, the adults in your life. Uh, but I'm pretty pumped up for this. I think oh, it's going to be great. If it has wait. anything of a vibe like the movie, it's going to be fantastic. So I read. So I saw the article and I read it and I sent it to you. I immediately went to DirecTV on on uh, our television and made sure I had. FXX. Yes, everybody has FXX. And I, I do. Yes. I just didn't know because you need know, different packages, and I don't know if that channel wasn't included in the package. I got a little, little paranoid, a little worried. But they have, uh, they used to have everything on the FX channel, and they split it off. FX is now just the movies, and FXXXXXX is like all the comedy stuff, like Always Sunny in Philadelphia okay. and all that stuff is yeah. on FXX. So there you go. The Marvel uh, Deadpool animated adult series coming to TV, uh, probably 2018, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm going to be worried, though. I hope it doesn't ruin it. I hope it doesn't ruin it, You too. know, I mean... I hope they're not going to uh, dilute the product. They just cash in yeah. to cash in. Yeah. Although a lot of people have a lot of faith in uh, Steve, uh, Donald Glover and I guess his brother Stephen Glover, who is going to be uh, uh, up there writing it and directing it, and they're going to be running the show. All right. Looking are you, forward to it. Are you familiar with uh, Steve Harvey? 
Yes. Did you hear what happened with Steve Harvey? I did. I did. I'm going to read to you in just a little bit, folks, uh, a memo that Steve Harvey wrote and sent out to his staff. So we'll have that for you coming up here. It's it's a shocker. In just a couple of minutes right here on the 222 Podcast. But first, let's get into our drinks and our snacks. Do you yeah. want to start? Let's just dive right in Ugh. to your drink, which is just going to be Horrible. the end of me. You went out, and <laughs> I thought that my snack tonight was going to be universally hated, and you went out and had to outdo me yep. as you picked up, and I'm glad it states, artificially flavored. Well, I mean, you have to. I mean, you, you I don't know how you would get that liquefied. But. It's bacon soda. Yep. Bacon soda. Y'all get your fixings. <laughs> it says right there on the bottle, you spent $2.49. If you're wondering the ingredients, the first ingredient, <laughs> spring water. Oh, well, thank God for that. <laughs> From the mountain springs of Bacon Mountain. Um, cane sugar, citric acid, caramel color, natural flavor, beet juice, there is no bacon anywhere in here. Trista says, ew, yeah. yeah. I, I have a feeling it's going to be... Uh, Not going to be good. We're definitely going to be in, in agree in Can there. you get me the uh, solo cup? Oh, good. It's fizzing. Oh, well, at least it's fizzing. It, it, I, it doesn't smell like bacon. You know what it smells like? Beet juice? No. I'll tell you exactly what it smells like. Huh. It smells like public pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's a shining recommendation. Stick your schnoz in there. It smells like public pool. It smells like it smells like water. It smells like chlorine, and it smells like sweat. That's exactly what it smells like. like Sweat. Yes, that's exactly what it smells like. It's pool water. (laughs) It's dirty, orangey, bacony pool water. I can't believe I spent two fifty on this. This is what it would look like. Oh gosh, if uh, you just threw swine. Oh my! In a public swimming pool. Here you go, by the way. Oh, thanks for topping me off. I appreciate that. Don't want to waste it. Get in there. You get to go first. <laughs> oh, wait till you open your mouth and take a breath. I'm not. Oh. Diving into the bacon soda. It can't taste worse than it smells. It tastes. Uh, no, it's bad. <laughs> I get no bacon. It really smells like pool water. <laughs> Tara said she hopes no one peed in it. I'm just hoping it's not the same pool from Caddyshack. <laughs> it's a baby Ruth. It's a baby Ruth. That's that's that could be that could um <laughs> could rival that could rival the uh, chia drink. That's that's disgusting. That is the worst thing. That's the worst thing we've ever had here. That is terrible. Dirty, orangey, sweaty pool water is a great name for a soda. It'd always also be a great name for a band. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, all the way from my public pool, it's Dirty, <laughs> Orangey, Sweaty Pool Water. It's their first big show here in the basement studio. Oh, I, I can't. I, I was going to try terrible. it again. It's, it, that's the worst thing I've ever had. I can't get past the snow, the smell. I no, just can't that's, get past that's, I apologize. That's horrible. I, I can't imagine what's going to happen to us in an hour. <laughs> What uh, what snack would you like to try? Uh, let's do the uh, the hot dog chips. Yes, I've, by the way, I've heard uh, good things about these. A, a podcast that I listened to, the Big O and Duke Show. Okay, tried all three flavors. There's sweet corn, mm-hmm. Utz uh, Grilling Classics. There's cheeseburger or hamburger Utz Grilling Classics, and there's grilled hot dog Utz Grilling Classics. They think these are outstanding. And let me tell you, you've set the bar. Outstandingly low. I know. Uh, for this, I feel bad. Uh, snack after that uh, hey, crappy little. These do not. <laughs> they don't smell like bo either. No, they smell good. They smell like a hot dog when you actually put your nose in there. Now, hmm. that's pretty amazing. Now on the bag, there's a picture of a hot dog, and on the hot dog, there's mustard, ketchup, and then you got the roll with the dog. Well, you know what? I can really taste the mustard for sure. But every time I take a bite, I taste like a little something different. Like I got a little grill. Like I a get little, the grill. Yeah, a little grill, a little mustard, a little sweetness of the ketchup. Ooh, good. I don't know what kind of Harry Potter wizardry Woods has got going on over there, but this is pretty amazing. So we always say this: we get these chips, and we think uh, it's going to taste like barbecue. Yes. You know, it's going to taste like ketchup. It's going to taste like barbecue, and this this is not disappointing. Those are excellent. Very good. Those are very, very good. Can you reach me a napkin then when you have a chance? All right, my drink, we have three to choose from here. I'll let you pick which one you want to do. 
We have the Mountain Dew Special Series. We have the Black Label. We have the Green Label. And we have the White Label. The Black Label is Crafted Dark Berry. The uh, Green Label is Crafted Green Apple Kiwi. And the White Label is Crafted Tropical Citrus. Which way do you want to go let's here? Let's do the Tropical Citrus. You want to go Tropical yeah, Citrus? Yeah, let's try that. Give that a whirl. Back into the cooler. Tropical Citrus. And we're going to need another cup. I don't oh, think we can use the bacon cups. No, let's not. Let's not use those bacon cups. In fact, just... I'm going to throw those away. I actually feel... You should burn them. I have never felt bad for a solo cup before. And I'll tell you what. They may, like, scream when you burn them. Oh, look at that. It's clear. It is a clear soda. Hmm. Smells good. Does it smell like pool water? It doesn't smell like pool water or BO or feet. Oh, that's I like that. Again, the bar has been set super low. You know what tastes good with this? Bacon soda? No. Rum. Rum. <laughs> have, we, have you ever gone, you know what wouldn't taste good in here? Rum wouldn't taste good in here. No, no one's ever said that. No one says that. <laughs> but this would definitely taste better with rum. Although, that, how about this? Your bacon soda? Rum could not help bacon soda. Nothing could help the bacon soda. Nothing could help bacon no. soda. The uh, white, priest. white label is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I need a priest and a bottle of holy water. Stat. All right, we're going to give these a try. We're up to the uh, Butterfinger <sighs> Smoking Hot Peanut Butter Cups. This is going to be a race to the finish line. Yeah. Which will get the lower score? The Butterfinger Smoking Cups or the... Bacon soda. Can you reach us a couple napkins? So, do there? they actually have Butterfinger cups that aren't smoking hot? Yes, they the, do. Uh, the okay. Butterfinger has dipped their toe into the peanut butter cup okay. world, and I'm just going to break it in half. It doesn't look as red as the picture when you break it in half. No, it just looks like a Butterfinger. Looks like a Butterfinger. All right, go ahead. What do you think? We look at the face. Thinking. I'm thinking. No crunch. No crunch. I'm not getting a lot of spice. It comes in the back. There it is. Yeah, there it is. That is weird. Oh. It's on the back. On the way back? Yes. That's odd. I've never had a food before where the spice hits you that late into it. I get no spice early. You first bite into that, you get no spice. No spice when you bite in early. And then for sure... The spice comes kicking uh, at the no end. No spice, no spice, no spice. I expected, and maybe it's because I set the bar very low, and then you set it even lower with the bacon soda. Yeah. Um, I expected a lot worse. I don't hate that. I kind of like it. It's. Not, <laughs> there's another one in there. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's give our reviews here. Let's start with your bacon soda. Artificially flavored, y'all get your fixins. And there is, who's that the, guy? The brand is Lester Fixins. <laughs> now I don't know if that's his last name, or if it's just uh, Lester Fixin. Just Lester Fixin. Yeah, he's fixing up soda. Yeah, he's fixing it up. All right, there you go. So bacon soda. Which every time I say it, I feel like I'm saying baking soda, but I'm not. I'm saying oh, bacon, bacon soda. soda. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Can we go below a zero? <laughs> I think zero okay. is our hard deck. I think a zero. Zero. It is definitely a zero. If there has ever been anything worse than a zero, it would be this. And the only way you could, you mentioned the chia seeds. Yeah, that's that could be the worst. If there was chia seeds inside oh, the bacon soda, Lord. that would be worse. We should do try that. <laughs> We're going to make our own drink. Yeah, make our own drink. <laughs> I don't think, because aren't the chia pets, isn't that like... A uh, health movement. Yeah, you can get chia seeds. I keep saying chia pets. It's the same thing. It's the same same seed that grows the hair. Now, if someone put that or a cup of pool water in front of me, I don't know what to pick. (laughs) I don't don't really know. And not just pool water. Like pool water from August. Yeah, like used pool water. Pool water that's used, used. It's been through the ringer. Like not fresh Memorial Day water. No. No, no, Labor Day pool water. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I might choose the pool water. I think I still might go pool water. At least, you know, the pool water has some natural flavors. (laughs) I mean, you might not want to know what, Very natural. what the natural flavors Very are. Very natural. But uh, you know exactly that uh, it's not artificially flavored bacon soda. It's awful. There's no bacon taste. It's maybe one of the worst things I've ever tried in my entire life. It is a big, fat goose egg. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Nada. Horrible. Nothing. Worst. Your Utz 
Grilling Classics potato chips. I'm not sure why these things are so far away from me. Uh, this is grilled hot dog. We need, and I say this with no uh, hesitation, we need to get our hands on the hamburger and the uh, yeah, sweet corn. That'll be an uh, upcoming uh, snack. Um, I'm going to give these a four and a half. I like them that much. I mean, they are fantastic. They're delicious, and on top of being delicious, they deliver exactly what they advertise. You can taste the hot dogs. And the weird thing to me isn't that you taste the hot dogs, the mustard, and ketchup, because I get that. I get how you can get flavors like food into another food. What weirds me out is the fact that you can taste the grill. Yeah, how do you do that? You can taste the char. Yeah, it's weird. It's like charcoal. Like it's almost like on a charcoal, like a picnic type charcoal box. You know, I mean, it, it, it's really good. Really quite tasty. But yeah, four and a half. What are you thinking? I'm giving it a four and a half as well. The only thing could be a little crunchier. A little. Yeah, but this is the Utz chip. This, this is not the Utz kettle. It's not a kettle cooked chip. This is their classic chip that yeah. doesn't have that crunch. It's thinner, a very thin chip. Yeah, I mean, they're very good. You can almost see through this. Yeah. Chip. So I mean, that'd be my only, my only uh, down, my only negative. All right. Now we'll get to. Um, your, uh, my snack here, the uh, peanut butter cup, smoking hot Nestle thing. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. When I saw these at a sheets, I thought they would be absolutely awful. Yeah. I thought they would be terrible. I thought they would be like a one or lower. Yeah. They're not awful. They're not bad. They don't stink. Um, would I pick them up on a regular basis? I don't know, probably not, but if one was sitting here like this one is, uh, there's a better than average chance that I'm going to shove it down my gullet and mm -hmm. eat it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a two and a half. I think it's just an average, okay snack, but surprisingly, it doesn't stink. It's not It's not bacon soda. I dig it. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four. A four? Because I really like it. I mean, I really like it. I think it's tasty. I dig the heat on the back. I really like it. I tell you, there's going to be some people who are eating this uh, who get completely and utter taken aback. Like, you could sneak this to somebody yeah. without telling them it's yeah, a spicy like, oh, peanut butter cup. Yeah, that's a good. And then yeah. all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. I, I, I'd buy that again. You I liked would, it that much? I really would. I would buy that again. And I'm not a big candy, chocolate, Butterfinger guy, but I'd buy that again. You better get on it. Limited edition. I know. And the final drink, uh, Mysteriously Exotic Dew, Mountain Dew White Label. Do crafted with tropical citrus, uh, flavored with other natural flavors, not artificially flavored yes. like the baking soda, flavored with other natural flavors. I thought this was actually pretty good. Um, I don't think I could drink the whole can. It's a little sweet for me, yeah. but uh, I think it's okay. Definitely a lot better than the baking soda. I'm going to give this a nice three. I'm going to do the same. I think it tastes good. I just don't think, again, not it's overly sweet. Couldn't do the whole can. I don't know if I can get it again, but I mean, it, it's not. Not a bad taste. I like it. So we agree zero for the bacon soda. <laughs> we agree four and a half for the chips. Uh, you went a four for the Butterfinger uh, smoking hot peanut butter cups. I went a two and a half, and we both went a solid three for the white label Mountain Dew. And we'll try some more uh, white label, black label, green label, whatever the hell it is. We'll try some more of that yeah. coming up in the weeks ahead right here on the 222 Podcast. Robbie, we got some folks hanging out with us here in the uh, Facebook Live show. If uh, they want to get in touch with us during the week or want to check out our social media, how do they do that? Uh, find us on Twitter at Mike and Robbie on Facebook dot com Facebook dot slash Mike and Robbie. And if you want to email us two twenty two MNR at gmail dot com. So we uh, last week on the show we talked a little bit about yard sales, and I told a little story about how my wife kind of pillaged the house next door of this buffet that she found. Well, after we uh, got the buffet in here and it kind of hung out for a little bit, mm -hmm. we learned that the buffet had a bit of a smell to it. Oh. And not like a uh, used pool water smell. <laughs> the person who lived in the house with the buffet was a smoker. So when you have a smoker in the house and there's a wood piece of furniture involved, that wood piece of furniture tends to absorb those scents, tends to absorb the cigarette smell. And it's amazing. It really does never cease to amaze me how quickly that smell can then dive out of that piece of furniture or dive out of clothing if you're wearing clothing at someone's house and just make its way all the way through your house by like 48 hours after having this thing in the house. And by the way, when it was down here initially, I didn't smell it. I didn't either because I was here when you first brought it in. I mean, what, well, later that day when you first brought it in, and it did not taste 
taste. Did you lick it at some point? <laughs> I, I did. Um, it did not smell bad. I didn't smell anything. No, we were sitting here within 10 yeah. feet of it for a good two hours. No, it didn't smell. I didn't smell anything. But later uh, that week, like two days later, we started to smell it upstairs in our living room. We could smell the really? smoke. All and then upstairs. We hadn't been down here for a couple days. And then I come back down here, and this whole room smells like a smoker's lounge at a casino. Hmm. And I don't, I don't smell it now. I mean, I, there is a lot of... Well, I'll take you... Hold on a second. Doing. Yeah, my wife has taken the thing basically apart. So <laughs> it's laying on its side, right? And in this buffet, there were all kinds of drawers. So she has pulled all of the drawers out of the buffet to try to air it out. And apparently she read online that if you put a certain substance, not just into the buffet, on the buffet but everywhere surrounding the buffet that this substance will suck out all of those smells and you'll be able to then put this thing wherever you want it and not have to deal with the stench that is the smoke. So my wife found out that if you take not bacon soda, but baking baking soda, soda and you just kind of smear it. As much as you can smear a powder, it's smeared all over this wood thing. I, I, the best way that I can describe what our basement studio looks like over there, off camera, it looks like a Mexican cartel exploded in my living area down here in the basement. It's like studio. they checked out, like the, the police were raiding it, and this was what was left. <laughs> it's like a scene from Sicario. It is down in this joint. Yeah. Um. So, how long does this have to stay like that? I, for, as far as I know, the rest of time. I don't oh, know. Okay, I, so you're never going to use the buffet. It's just going to be like this forever. Just my entire uh, man area down here is now going to be covered in some sort of really suspicious-looking white powder. Yeah. Like, I'm afraid so You might get raided. I'm afraid, I'm afraid the cops, the narcotic, narcotics unit from the Reading Police Department is going to come crashing in here with drug-sniffing dogs. The 222 Podcast with Mike and Robbie from BCP. <laughs> Brooks County Prison. <laughs> I mean, we'll take a picture of it. It really does. I mean, it's just everywhere. Yeah, it, it is. Uh... Well, that's worth it. You got a new, a nice buffet. <laughs> <laughs> so she's hoping that within a couple days that yeah. this will completely and utterly suck out that smell. You know, in 20, again, we, we were talking about this earlier with 2017. I'm amazed that things are different. But that's the one thing that I'm still amazed that people do yeah. is the smoking. Because, uh, yeah, I, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's expensive too. It's, I mean, it's, expensive. it's very expensive. Like I have some expensive habits, like my wrestling, like belt wrestling. Thing, but really, you figure I don't smoke, so I, that's why I justify things. That's why I justify everything in my head. Well, I don't smoke, so you know. I think that's you know how I get away with things. Like well, that. it's a fifty dollars case of craft beer, but I don't smoke. I don't smoke. <laughs> I, don't smoke. I mean, well, it's going to cost me four hundred dollars to go to WrestleMania, but <laughs> I don't <I'll> smoke. smoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you figure that's a carton of cigarettes. That's how I justify things. Well, two belts, that's two cartons of cigarettes, so I'm do the math, and that makes sense. But it doesn't even, like, end with just paying for the smoke. It's like this. Like, that is a perfectly fine <laughs> piece of furniture that we now have to smother in some kind of fake uh, <laughs> white powder that, again, it just looks like it just looks like uh, a scene from Breaking Bad's cousin. George has a great, uh, he's listening here, and uh, the best way to, to kill the smell is to burn it. That's why I told you earlier. I yeah. said, I know how to get rid of that smell. Yeah. We should just light, a, light it on fire. Yeah, you have a nice bonfire. It would be nice. We'd, yeah. we'd bring some kids over. We'd yeah. get out the marshmallows, yeah. make some s'mores. Drink some craft beer. Be great. Yeah. Be a great afternoon. So that's what we're dealing with. And it's not just, by the way, baking soda. You can't just sprinkle onto a piece of furniture and not get it everywhere. Yeah. So the baking soda is all over the floor. <laughs> and then if you walk through here, you can basically follow me around the house the rest of the night because I'm going to leave little snow t- footprints everywhere it I go. It really looks like you chose a new profession. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> giving up the radio. Yeah, just giving the radio. I'm going into the drug trade. Yep. You're <laughs> a drug mule. The nice part is after this is all done, Robbie and I are going to lay down and make snow angels. We are. I can't wait. It's going to be very romantic. And baking soda, snowball fights. It's going to be fun. They're hard to pack, though. Oh. Very difficult to pack. Um, so, have you ever watched the uh, Steve Harvey show? You're home during the day. <laughs> I have not. Um, I, I have seen uh, Family Feud that he hosts. Uh, and I, I thought he was a funny, decently funny guy. He seems like an affable dude. And and I just, I mean, he 
not kind of my humor, but I mean, you know, thought he was a decent man. And he's very, very funny on Family Feud. He's one of the best game show hosts that I think are out there right now. Like, if you're rating yeah. game show host in 2017, like, of course, he's no Bob Barker. No. But if you're just going game show host 2017, you got to put Steve Harvey pretty uh, high up there, especially with what he deals with on the Family Feud. He is absolutely perfect at playing mm-hmm. off the families and just the bigger than life personalities that show up on that on that television quick. show. Yeah, I mean that, that's the kind of game show. It's not really scripted. You got to be quick with that. So, um, yeah, I think he does very well. I mean, he uh, he should stick to game shows and not pageants. But uh, but he's know. also like not only quick, but he also has the ability to kind of let it like breathe when it has to breathe. Yeah. Like, if somebody says something stupid, yeah. he's not in a hurry to jump on top of them. <laughs> yeah. He'll kind of back away yeah. and let the stupid wash over the audience. Yeah, and they laugh, yeah. and then he makes a funny face, yes. and then he addresses it. it it's very good. He's very good with timing, things like that. But. He's, he's a professional. And he does this show, this daytime talk show, and I've seen it. I've caught, like, five minutes at a time every now and again. Mm-hmm. And it's a very odd talk show. Like, it seems to be very much almost, like, uh, very self-helpy. And it's very like so it's uh, not like Ellen. No, he gives advice a lot to some to the so studio like a audience. Dr. Phil. It's kind of like Doctor Phil mixed with some comedy. Okay, so there is some comedy because he's a funny guy. He yeah. sometimes mixes that in there, but it's never. It's not what I expected it would be. I thought it would be more along the lines of an Ellen, but yeah, it's an Ellen lead-in. Okay, uh, but anyways, he put out a memo to the staff of his TV show uh, a little while back. Yeah, and I'm just going to read this memo to you. All right, here's the memo. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one. In capital letters. It's in caps. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. (laughs) If you open my door, expect to be removed. Again. It's removed. All capital letters. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all the ambushing to stop now. Ambushing. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. He had a doorbell installed (laughs) on his dressing room door. I know. How about that? A doorbell. Yeah. Ding dong. I know. Wouldn't it be great if the doorbell played the the, uh, Dukes of Hazzard horn? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is. Wouldn't that be great? That would be funny. Uh, or if it played the uh, the same buzzer from, <laughs> from Family Feud. <laughs> Dong. Dong. Did not approach me on my makeup chair. Either knock or use the doorbell. I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. Do not wait in the hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. That's the second time he said ambushed. Am- How are you ambushed by your staff? Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. <laughs> by the way, I'm copying this email and I'm sending it to Julie and Elena. <laughs> Send it to my family. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense. <laughs> Don't take offense. Don't talk to me, look at me, or even breathe in my direction, but don't take offense. To the new way of doing business. It's for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Don't take offense. It's all about me. Yeah, don't take offense. It's all about me. So really, this is not from Steve Harvey. This is what Mike wrote to his staff during the morning show. Yes. (laughs) And Steve Harvey liked it so much, he copied it. (laughs) Thank you all, Mike. I mean, Steve Harvey. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Can you imagine? Now, here's the thing. There's no way, right? There's no way that he actually wrote this. Like, he dictated this to some poor poor person who probably had to have their eyeballs removed because they were rolling in the back of their head so much as he was typing this out. I mean, speaking of of hostile work environment, 
I mean, you can't talk to like talk to the guy. Is he that much? He's not that big time. I mean, he's not like he's, Oprah. He's bigly. I mean, he's not Oprah. Can he's you imagine Ellen. the Oprah letter? Oh. I will drop you out of a plane if you come talk to me. You won't get a car. You won't get a car. You won't get a car. But he actually sent this out, and then there were reports, first of all, that after this broke, that he's not sorry. He doesn't regret it. He's standing by it. Now, as a person who, like, his whole gig on this show, on the talk show, as I said, is like self-help, right? Yeah. And making... Uh, your life better and like being better to others and treating people properly. And then he writes this yeah. and puts this out. This doesn't fit the whole mold that he's throwing so really, out there. He's a phony. I well, I think most, I mean, we're in one way, shape or another. We're all, phonies. we're all phonies. But I mean, don't you just get your staff together and say, listen, I don't like to be ambushed when I'm in my makeup chair. When I'm getting my blush on, <laughs> you don't confront me. That's me and my blush time. By the way, that's what Robbie says when he heads into the club too. Yeah. Hey, when I'm getting my blush on, <laughs> With my champagne? Yeah, with my champagne. <laughs> Don't anybody bother me. Exactly. Man, Steve Harvey. Then it uh, a, a whole thing came out that he skipped his own staff party after the shocking memo. Uh, the memo once again listed rules that he could not uh, no longer put up with in his show. And uh, he's moving to L.A. to become a new series with a new team. So he's he's going to a new thing, but uh, whatever. It's uh, that I that I you hear a lot of things and you hear a lot of rumors like there was always rumors, I think, with like Barry Manilow. That oh. Barry Manilow wouldn't let people look at him backstage. I think there's some people, there's probably some folks out there who have worked in like an arena. Mm. And when people walk through, you're told, don't make eye contact with that y- person. Yeah. We've talked about this many times, how these celebrities. Uh, actually, one thing, did you hear about this that I was actually upset about was Chris Pratt does not do selfies. Did you see that? And he, he I did not see that. He said he doesn't do selfies. I will tell you, I, I get it. Uh, well, I, I I'm not the celebrity you are. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Here's why I get it. Here's why I get it. Okay. Let's say you're Chris Pratt. All right. You're out wandering around. You're just minding your own business, right? You're out with your family. Maybe you're going to dinner. You're at an amusement park somewhere. You're taking in some rides. Whatever the case may be. And one person comes up to you and says, "Chris, Chris, Chris, I loved you in Lost World." Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris, my favorite Chris. Yeah. My fa- nice Chris working out, yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah. yeah. yeah hey, it. how about we grab a selfie, Chris? Come on. Let's grab a selfie. Me and you, we'll get a selfie together. <laughs> it's going to be great, Chris. Come on. Let's get a selfie. Here we go. I, 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 I can't take a selfie. I don't know how your phone works, Chris. Let's grab. So we get a selfie, right? <laughs> yes. All right. We take the selfie. Yeah. Okay. Now, someone sees you. Taking a selfie and making a big deal out of Chris Pratt with his bulging biceps, and then, and then runs over, and now over. you got thirty people huddled around Chris Pratt and uh, wanting to take selfies. So now instead of it being a quick, as you see it, a thirty-second thing, right? It's now forty-five minutes of him taking selfies until he has to finally cut it off and be a jerk store to somebody else. I guess I get it. I mean, I understand that. You don't understand how Chris and I have to live. I uh, I know. I mean, you're at the Dunkin' Donuts and people are just swarming in. No, I, I mean, I get that part. But I think, you know, people have to have manners. But they don't. They're idiots. People are idiots. <sighs> so I'm sorry. Did I blow your whole thing out of the water there? Yeah. What were you going to say? I don't know. What were you going to Do you think he should? I think he should. Because at the same time, I feel like those people are, are putting, you know, they're they're the ones seeing your movies. Give him a little something. But he says absolutely under no circumstances does he ever do selfies or any of that stuff. I totally get that. I really do. Really? Uh, I mean, if he's if he's walking a red carpet and signing autograph after autograph after autograph and just kind of taking his time as he walks down the red carpet and interacting with people or if he'll shake your hand or if he'll give you a high five, to me that's enough. When you start doing the selfie thing, it just draws attention. It's like when you ask for an autograph at dinner, then it's not just one autograph. If it was just one person coming up to yeah. him at dinner and asking for an autograph for a selfie, it'd be one thing, but it's going to be a long line of people and it's going to be an entire evening. of Instead of him enjoying a nice night out with his family, now he's just kind of there with uh, a whole group of strangers, sweaty strangers who smell like bacon soda, uh, getting selfies taken with each other. Well, folks, if you ever see me out (laughs) and you need a selfie, come on over. 
I have no problem. Interrupt my dinner. Because, you know, you are why we have the 222 podcast. Tell you what, next person who sees Robbie out and about and they stop him, he's buying you a glass of champagne. There you go. Not the $9. <laughs> we don't have that big of a budget yet. The $3. The $3 glass of champagne. <laughs> $3 glass of champagne. In fact, champagne. Robbie's just going to keep champagne in his car. I'm going to have minis. And he's just going to give He'll pop it out, pop the cork, and then spray it on you yeah. like you just won the World Series. And then we'll take a selfie. And a moist selfie. Yep. A moist, moist selfie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, since we uh, talked about Chris Pratt there, I don't know if you saw this. Um, one of the most uh, iconic kind of memorabilia throwback deals from the Guardians of the Galaxy was the Walkman, right? Yes. And uh, apparently folks are finding their old Walkman, like in storage or in their attics, and they're taking them to eBay and people are paying big money. You've got to be kidding me. Bigly money to get their hands on Walkmans, specifically the same Walkman that Star-Lord wore in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Volume 1, the TPS-L2 Walkman. Wow. Look it up on Amazon or eBay. Go to eBay and search for Walkman and see what uh, some prices are for Walkman right now. Apparently, uh, folks just want to get their hands on this. They want to bring back the cassettes. Do you remember a while back? Uh, I feel like people were all in on the 8-track tapes. Wow. What do we got? Three twenty-five, one ninety-nine, two ninety-nine, eighty. dollars $1,500. For a Walkman. $500, dollars You scroll back up. These look exactly like the one that yes. Star-Lord wears in the Exa- movie. Yes, it's that blue with the orange the orange uh, foam on, yep. the, uh, on the earbuds. It's the old-timey headphones that look like they're just gonna they're just waiting to slide off the back of your head because there's no more elasticity. or el- like, Look at this one. It's beat up like a dog chewed on it. It's, it has a circuit sticking out the top, and it's still going for 74 and <laughs> 74 has 17 bucks. bids. 74 dollars for an old-timey Walkman. Now, that's awesome, the Groot face. So there you go. So if, wow. you have, if you have a Walkman hanging around, dig it out, put it on eBay. And make yourself some cash, or even better, send it to us. Yeah. And we'll put it on eBay. We'll take care of it for you. And not just that, I'm guessing if they're looking to get Walkmans, they're going to be firing up cassettes again. They're going to be putting cassette tapes in there. Do you even have any cassette tapes? I don't, because they don't last, right? Don't they break down? And Don't they, like, in the sound, the quality gets over time? I mean, isn't that? I always had a crappy cassette deck. Mm -hmm. It was always crappy. So it would always pull the tape out of the cassette, and then I'd eject it, and I'd be pulling it out, and it looked like New Year's Eve. (laughs) Just confetti flying everywhere. Put your pinky in there, and you wind it back. And you got to wind it, but it's all bent up, Yeah, and it never played. And then you get into it, you're like, I want to... You know what I mean? Where you listen to Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. It was <laughs> the fire. <laughs> no matter what you did, you couldn't you couldn't even it back out yeah, again. It's pretty much the whole cassette, the whole ten bucks or whatever you spent on the cassette, it's gone. Yeah, it's all gone. Uh, I also saw that the Zune, because you know how spoiler alert they they brought in the Zune in the movie. I heard that the Zune is that might put the Zune yeah. player into the you know back into the spotlight. The again. Zune just kind of a uh, old fashioned from what ten years ago MP3 yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only. Our uh, cassette tapes apparently becoming in vogue, but uh, people, uh, all kinds of uh, interesting old-timey stuff being thrown up on eBay. A lot of it from the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie that is all becoming kind of uh, nostalgic now from back in the 80s. And this, I mean, people are actually watching and bidding on this yeah. stuff. At 199 12 watchers, 21 watchers at 299 I mean, that's insane. What would you do with it after you got it? Well, where are you? I mean, I don't have any cassettes, so then I'd have to go buy cassettes on here. I mean, how? I mean, you know, where, where do you get cassettes even? Somebody told me once I was shopping for a cassette player, and they told me in all seriousness, and this is someone we both know, whose name rhymes with Fat Burke. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can break that code. I think his name rhymes with Blatt. Kirk. Oh yeah, okay. Now yeah, that one def- that one did it for me. <laughs> he yeah. told me that the way you know something is a quality tape deck, you go into the store and you hit the eject button, and the slower the gate opens for the cassette, the better the d- cassette deck tape thing. What? That, that, of course, that's something he would know. 
Of course, that's something. It's not real. It's of course that's something. But he believed it. Oh, he believed it. We were walking around Best Buy, not Best Buy, Circuit City. Circuit City. In 1998, <laughs> pushing the button on cassette tapes, on the cassette decks, yeah. and watching CNN. I said, well, that won't open much slower. Like, we should have a stopwatch in there. Go. 5.37 seconds. Well, he is in the music industry. He is in the music industry. <laughs> Robbie, if people want to get in touch with us, how can they do uh, it? Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Uh, on Twitter, at Mike and Robbie. And if you want to email us, if you tried any of our snacks or you, any snacks you'd like us to try, 222MNR at gmail.com. We're working out the kinks, folks, uh, of this Facebook Live stuff. Uh, tonight it was kind of distracting simply because there were some issues. Listen. The wheel wasn't created in two episodes. <laughs> in an episode and a half, really. <laughs> an episode and a half. In an episode and a half. <laughs> so we're going to try this again next week. Stay tuned to our Facebook page to see when we're going to record once again. And we're hoping at some point if people want to come hang out with us while we record the show, we can do that. But right now, my wife's got some other underground uh, black market dealings taking the, place. The cartel has to clean up <laughs> once, before we have a studio audience. <laughs> once we get the cleaner in here, yeah, uh, Harvey Keitel is going to come in from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> And just spruce this place up, and we'll be ready. I can't believe that that thing is still standing. I know it's 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 a architectural did advancement. It. All that thing needs is a gusher, and it'll I was never come say, down. Gusher will stay there forever. Robbie, what do you want to say to these idiots? Hey, thanks for joining us. Don't we look great on camera? No, we look terrible. We look Thank great. you so much. <laughs> and by idiots, I mean wonderful people who hang out with us, listen to the show. If you do like it, please share it up on your Facebook yes. page and your Twitter. And uh, spread the word, much like, as we said, a virus. Is that right? Like a virus? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I had cold brew this week. You did have cold brew. I did. I was so proud of you. I was so proud. It's terrible. 